Today, we are having an in-depth conversation about producing and writing music with Cody Okonski from the band Millington. All this and more on The Upbeat. Welcome to On The Upbeat. I'm Matt. And I'm Aaron. Matt, I love your shirt. Thanks. It's uh, It's got Snoopy on it. It says, first of all, nope. <laughs> uh, it's red. I was wearing a red jacket earlier, too. We matched. It was cute. We did. It, And I'm not sure cute was the word that I would use. Are you a fan of Snoopy? I am. I love Snoopy. What do you like about Snoopy? Uh, I just, I, he just does his own thing. He's just his, you know, he's uh, doesn't, uh, you know, and he has an imagination because he's always fighting the Red Baron. And- so he does his own thing. He doesn't care. And he has an imagination. <laughs> yep. Great. And he's a dog. <laughs> he's a dog. Matt, are you a dog person or are you a cat person? I'm You're a, a dog. I'm a dog person <laughs> all the way. Is that why we don't get along? <laughs> <laughs> and it's a good thing, too, because we're doing a podcast together. Because so we- I am a cat person. I love um, kitty cats. So, like, so I did used to have a cat. Um, and then it kept getting out a lot and oh, yeah. getting, and it kept getting pregnant. Oh, wow. So like the way, the way <laughs> we, like that's your fault. <laughs> yeah, probably blame the parents. <laughs> sure. Um, but actually the, we found the cat on the street. We yeah. were like out, um, feeding some homeless people, yeah. um, passing out sack lunches and stuff. And we came across a cat that just looked not so great. And we took it in and took it to a vet and had it checked out and kept the cat but the yeah. cat was clearly like an outdoors cat so yeah. we wanted out 100 and it was always looking for ways he got out and got out and got pregnant and then like gave birth to kitties and then uh about i don't know like three months after giving birth to those kitties got pregnant again and then we're like okay <laughs> So you have a heart of gold, Matt. Oh, that's, true. that's great. And uh, which now turned you into a dog person. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was a dog. I I think you can like both. I just think I prefer, I definitely prefer dogs and I definitely um, want my dog to look like a dog, not like a cat or rat or <laughs> like, I don't, I don't like small Did dogs. Did you just compare a cats to rats? <sighs> I'm just saying like some of those small, like really sort of right. <laughs> like dirty haired dogs, like small, tiny, just if I, I, I don't like literal tiny lap dogs. I like big dogs that want to be lap dogs that literally try to sit in your lap. Yes. <laughs> so nice. Well, there you go. Yeah. I want to be able to wrestle the dog and have it be possible that the dog will win. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I actually wrestle the dog. I just, just, you know, theoretically. Say no more. <laughs> Is that you telling me to stop yeah, talking? we're done. <laughs> I want to tell you more no, about how great. I love dogs. I, you and I love cats, and we'll get into that a whole other episode. Cats and dogs. I, honestly, kitty cats are the best thing ever. Uh, my Instagram feed is just cats. <laughs> it's just cats and little little animals like squirrels and stuff. It's super cute. Uh, so coming up uh, in j- literally just a couple minutes, we have an interview. What I know. What you say? We are I'm so not lucky. Prepared. No, I, we're not prepared we've got our notes all in front of us uh and when he calls in it's gonna be super fun uh his name is cody and he is the lead singer of a band called millington good band what do you know about them i know they're from new york well that's good wait we're in new york 
Oh man, we uh, Albany. Just... I know <laughs> Albany. That's the right. We yeah. got into Albany. Albany. Yeah, I say Albany, and then I say tomatoes. So there you go. <laughs> um, I know that they write good pop punk ska song yeah that's great it really is great yeah i love it and i'm excited to talk to them yeah and that's happening in just a couple minutes but in the meantime i do have a question for you matt what is that question right now on your ipod slash iphone because it's the same thing what is the last song you listen to should i uh i'll look at it yeah look at it what's the last song you listen to um, come go with me, the Dell Vikings. <laughs> it's that dum 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 be be dum dum dum. Wait, what's it called? Come go with me. From the Vikings, Dell Vikings. Del Vikings. Del Vikings. Well, it's a it's like a fifties doo wop song. Well, everybody loves fifties doo wop songs. Yeah, who doesn't? Dum 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 dum. Wait, this is that's what you were listening to? Yes. Okay, let's listen to see what I listened to last. <laughs> this is a very good question. I just uh oh oh I was listening to Dua Lipa <laughs> physical. <laughs> like let's get fit no no, no 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 let's see here. I don't know that song. Uh, it's a brand new song that's coming. Oh here it is. I want to talk more about dogs. <laughs> That's the last song I listened to. <laughs> These are very, very, very different. different and the be- play the beginning of that song again. I skipped it because it was no. Too, I want too you. Much. To, I want you to play it again. This one right here. Doesn't this sound like the music from Halloween? Oh, totally. A little bit. Uh, just a, it's off, but it, a little bit. Even Stranger Things a little bit too. Yes. Oh, that's cool. Someone suing somebody. Love isn't for us. For us. <laughs> I listened to uh, on iTunes on the Apple Music. I listened yeah. to their curated playlist of like the top hits of today, which always changes like every week. Yeah. So I, t- I try to keep up with the youngins and, and on what music is good. But that's a cool song. And then you realize, yeah, you don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> so we have Cody on the line. Uh, so we're just going to kind of talk with him. In the meantime, we're going to play one of his songs from Millington. What is it called, Matt? I Don't Want You Back. Gasoline, burning up the photos and the memories. It wasn't meant to be. 
23, she said You know I had to leave When you take until there's nothing left from me You're on your own I guess you'll just be broken hearted for now Cody Okonski, producer, engineer, and lead singer of Millington from Albany, New York. Hi, Cody. Hi. Thanks for How's joining going, us. We're, we're good. It's been going good. Oh, that's good. Thanks for asking, Cody. How about you? How was your day today? Uh, you know, we're going to jump good. right uh, in. <laughs> I don't know why we're asking about each other's <laughs> days. No, how well, was your you day? Know, how was know. your day? It was a pretty good day. Oh, good. <laughs> So uh, we are on Skype with Cody right now, and there he has Star Wars in the background. A little stormtrooper. He does. I've helmet. been. I noticed the stormtrooper hat, helmet. helmet. There is a hat. There is. <laughs> Can is it wearable or is it like a piggy bank? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you play your cards right, I might put it on by the end of the interview. But it's 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 a little small, so it's 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 hard, it's hard to get on. But it works. I mean, it even has like a, a sound changer thing and everything. So yeah. <laughs> We're hoping that you put it on. So you're yes, from, yes. well, you know, <laughs> you're from Millington. Uh, I'm wow. from Millington Road, and I—that's where I am right now. That's the location oh. of where I am. But I'm realizing now that the question you were about to say is, um, I'm from the band Millington. But that's and that is also true. Fancy oh. that it's uh, your. Do you practice on Millington Road? I mean, obviously, you, you named should. it after the road that you live on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, that's exactly where we practice. That's where I ship merch from. So anytime you know somebody gets a package from us, they'll be like, "Oh, like that's weird," you know. <laughs> that's but weird. Wow. Why did they put that? How weird I- or clever? Like it's all, it's all, you know, it's all inclusive. There's not, I'm not messing with people's heads. It's all yeah. just the same information. But know, also, what you're saying that is you have your address that you live at <laughs> on the packages that you send out. Yeah. Nice. So right. before, uh, before we get too far into this, <laughs> I. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> As you can so tell, we kind of get off on, <laughs> yeah, we, on tangents. We were gonna, we're going to do so many tangents. Uh, but before no, we get good. too far into this, I have to say, like, the first way that I heard about Millington was actually um, from the band Half Past Two. Uh, Tara and I okay. are, are pretty good friends, and uh, yeah. she messaged me and was like, check out this band. This was probably maybe end of 2018, 
I think somewhere yeah, around yeah. there. And that's right when we kind of explode, like not exploded, but that's kind of when we like said, "Here's all our stuff. We didn't exist before this, but here's an album, and here's everything." Um, and and yeah, Tara, you know, has reached out pretty soon after that, and has been like our big, you know, big supporter of us, and she's awesome. So, so what do you mean? Exp- <sighs> sort of put it all out there what does that what does that mean no the way the way you but, said uh, it though it, it sort of implies something and i don't know what that is so so um we pretty much didn't exist um i was you know it was 2016 and i was um in california at the time and i was getting really homesick and i i had a ska band back in the day and i wanted to get that band back together so i was writing all these demos for when i was going to go home and none of the guys from that band really wanted to get back together so i like just finished everything pretty much on my own um and put it out you know to see if people would like it so so we know that you know, there was uh, that it's a story yeah so there there was no band per se when you put it out i mean you were the band. supposed to be yeah well <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah i right. would think it also would be fair because like you use the word sort of exploded because <laughs> i didn't want to <laughs> well but, no, like, but now we're taking it and running with it you okay, said all right, but here's all right, all right. <laughs> but what i was getting at is that so like tara mentions you guys to me Mm-hmm. And uh, so I look you guys up, and then after that, I did start seeing your stuff everywhere. You know, either other pe- other people sharing it. So I don't know if it's that okay. sort of like thing, like when you buy a new car and then you notice all the other like the other people have <laughs> your same true. car. Huh. Or is yeah, it Siri yeah. that you were talking about, and then all of a sudden uh, Siri's right. like, "Oh man, yeah, Millington." <laughs> right, or just started showing me what I was listening to. I don't know. Maybe right, right. maybe it is Skynet taking over, and they're just showing me. Right, what like the government's listening, and they're like, "Well, you heard it once, so, so, so now you want to hear it again." I'm gonna give you a lot. Know you like? I bought something on Amazon. And I was like, oh, this would be great. And then I get ads for that thing. And I go, I already bought mm-hmm. it. I don't need oh, another one of these. Oh, so like, just speaking of this. So when I brought last week on the podcast, we talked about like that I love Superman. And then I posted about it a couple times on our Instagram page for the podcast. And now I'm seeing Superman ads like for merchandise. And stuff. you are salivating. I they am. know you. I'm like, I already own it. So I don't uh, know. Sometimes the algorithm gets it right, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so it's funny because Tara turned you on to them. Yes, we did a, uh, a recording of a podcast that were this this podcast. Uh, she was on mm-hmm. it, and she at the end of the podcast we do a pick of the week where we just kind of pick a band, and she picked mm-hmm. you guys. She goes, "This is my favorite okay. band." Am I quoting <laughs> it right? I think so. She yeah. was super stoked. Yeah, like, and I go, "Millington, okay. what is that?" <laughs> right, right. She's like, "Oh no, this is the best thing ever." And then I uh, I'm listening to you a lot. So okay, yeah, cool. on the Spotify, you know how you get those people, the the listeners. Yeah, I'm one yeah. of those. Yes, Listeners. that's, that's me. Awesome. I'm there. I listen in. Um, but one of the first things that I heard about you was that you worked with John Feldman from Goldfinger. So how did correct. how did you end up working with him? Well, is this is this what you said when you were in California? Yeah, so that okay. was actually why I was there, and it, this is actually um, an appropriate story because it's very ska heavy. Um, <laughs> but uh, so basically, I. Um, I like stalked the band Real Big Fish for a long time in high school, and um, when Scott left, um, this guy Matt Appleton joined on saxophone. Yeah. And I like when he was like a fresh like newbie. Um, oh, sorry, my dog is making sounds. Um, he like I, I I sent him a bunch of messages, and it turned out we knew some mutual people, and, and over the years we became friends. And he was actually an engineer for Feldman for a while during like the uh, Treyu years, and um, I don't know what other groups. He, I think he might have done. Um, uh, 
I'm not sure what other bands, but uh, anyway, uh, you know, over the years we got talking about my interest in and wanting to be an engineer. Um, and you know, I, I loved Goldfinger, I loved Real Big Fish, and he actually kind of helped me get an internship over there with Feldman. So that's kind of you know that's why I was there, and and I was you know I just left my last band and I was out interning, um, and I you know like they were working on the Blink album at the time, and I was like learning all this crazy stuff like so fast about like recording. And, you know, I got real homesick and, and wanted to go home and get my old band back together. But again, uh, nobody wanted to do the band thing anymore. <laughs> so I just had all this recording knowledge uh, that I had just got, you know, fresh from like the, the probably the best person you can learn from uh, Scott wise, you, yeah. you know, uh, when it comes right. to recording. Um, and, uh, you know, so I just had this all this drive and all this, you know, all this passion, you know, for it. Um, and, uh, you know, and it was just me pretty much. So I kind of had to start back at square one. And that's, you know, that's pretty much how that happened. So I think when you're when you're sitting down watching, uh, let's when we're going to call him a master because he's masterful, like literally everything that he puts out is pretty freaking brilliant. And it's funny, yeah. too, because he has his yeah. own own little he, you can tell a John Feldman song and you can tell his records like they they yeah, although they sound different. There's something very similar about them, which is awesome right. I mean that's all it is and I, it's I think, like yeah it's like when you're cooking and you, you use the same kettle but it's like you know it's a different dish but it's got that same you know flavor that's you know what I mean it's, yeah, it's, yeah that's it's, sure in a good yeah. way so sitting there <laughs> you're probably just sitting there going oh man I could do this not saying that I could do this what he's doing but you're sitting there going this could be me I could be working right. with these amazing bands and I can I can just right. write and produce and this is crazy I'm sure right, right. it just really got your juice flowing on big time the and, I, and it, even down to like the small details details like the little like the plugins they're using and like they're you know the mic placement and like i was asking like oh like if you had to record a saxophone you know like you know asking his engineer uh zach um at the time i was you know like what what like what microphone would you do for a saxophone or, or like when when uh the the, the lesson jake saxophone player came in to do andy black's you know a song for him like what microphone did you use for that you know that kind of thing so that i was very you know I, like every little bit of info i could get i was like you know what do you think your biggest takeaway from working with uh, Feldman was I don't know it like, definitely recalibrated me like big time um, but it's it's hard to say because there's a lot of different things but one of the big things actually which is like it's 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 more like equipment based and less like um, conceptual but they were getting rid of a lot of their amps at the time to switch over to the Kemper which is an amp profiler, and I that's the first thing I bought when I got home, and it's made my life like a million times easier. And basically what it is is just has all these amps stored on this one piece of rack hardware, and, you know, I, I can just, like, go online and download an amp, and, and there's purists that say it's not as good, but basically I think that it's just made everything super easy for me. And that, hardware-wise, I would say that's, like, the big thing. I would say, um, you know, motivation-wise or, like, conceptually, I... You know, he's the kind of guy that would like burst out of the door and say, "It's a great day to be alive." Or uh, wait, no, wait, I love my life. That's what that was right. a coach. Um, um, I love my life. He would yell that, and like you know, and that was like you. I would be like, you know, I don't know, a mile away, and I would hear it. Um, so, you know, uh, that that was like something that kind of was infectious in a sense. Sort of that just positive everywhere vibe. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it, I mean, it, it wasn't always necessarily positive, but like, you know, like when it was time to like, you know, focus and have that kind of mentality, like he would switch gears and he would make that, you know, the uh, kind of like the anthem of that moment, you know. Which is great because you need that. Yeah. When you're recording and you only have a couple shots to do it, <laughs> you need, right. oh, yeah, you need yeah, that, yeah. that motivation. Yeah, totally. Uh, what other bands or artists would you say influence you? Um, 
like definitely a lot. Um, I would say that um, like Blink is a huge was always a huge inspiration for me. Blink One Eighty Two, um, like some of the big ska bands, obviously like oh, Real Big Fish, Super Blink, Less Than Jake, Super Legends. Oh, did you, did you just say that, Dan? <laughs> no, I think you, I think you said. I don't know. Maybe it uh, was him. I said uh, Super Legends. Legends. <laughs> wow, uh, voice change, but now. <laughs> I mean, hey, I, I've heard those records, and they, they obviously were, I heard, heard them in a crucial time in my life, and, and who, to say that they haven't, you know. I'll tell you right now, your, your albums are so slick, and they sound so good. I mean, Thank out you. of the gate, like, that, yeah. that's the difference between, I think, even Suburban Legends stuff earlier, earlier on. I mean, we had to go into the studio, and we had to have the, mm-hmm. and all these people, and you just did it, which is mm-hmm. incredible, and it really is, is awesome. Sorry, I, yeah. for sorry, I just no. want to jump in. And I, no, it's yeah, okay. I do that a lot. I, I, I appreciate I, that for sure. <laughs> um, um, is are you pretty much playing every instrument on the songs? Um, for the first EP, it was pretty much me um, with like you know I had a, a friends, a couple friends in this band, the Waffle Stompers, and they're kind of on a hiatus right now. I think I can't officially come out and say that, but they haven't played in a while. Anyway, they uh, the drummer came and did a bunch of tracks. Um, he did four out of six of them. Um, and uh, my trombone player in my band now did a couple of the songs, but I did play, you know, all like at least one of the songs. I played every single instrument, including trombone, saxophone, trumpet. Um, I'm better at editing than I am at performing, uh, but <laughs> I made it happen. But editing is um, great. And <laughs> you can perform it as many yeah, times as you want. Go a long way. <laughs> um, but you know, these days um, we have a band. Um, I'm still writing everything, um, but I, you know, like the other members of the band are stronger players than I am and they know the parts. And so, you know, these days I just write it and I do the bass and sometimes the guitar, um, as well as some of the horns, but when it comes to writing a song, um, where do you start? Does it start with music? Does it start with lyrics? So I'm a little bit of a psycho when it comes to writing songs, but, um, I say it in an endearing way. Basically, um, when I, so when I drive, I don't listen to any music at all. I I drive in utter silence, um, and just kind of let <laughs> the 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 road kind of turn into this um this uh, what a sensory deprivation chamber in a sense. And that's kind of when the music happens is when I'm just staring at the road with the nothingness, and especially on longer drives, um, you know. And that's when kind of the 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 musical motifs will kind of pop up, and I'll like quick you know try to find a stoplight or something and then i'll you know either record it on my watch or my phone um but that is usually like it's it's less so sitting down with a guitar and more so just kind of letting the noise that kind of goes on take over so yeah i'm just gonna go ahead (laughs) well hold on hold on Uh, you can't it's obviously this is an audio thing so you can't see what i'm gonna do uh okay he pulled up his iphone i do the exact same thing Oh really? That's I, awesome. I, I said what the are car. You sh- no, what are you showing rock. him? I'm showing him the list of audio recordings that I've done in the car. Oh, that literally I go. It's that's awesome. Are this, all of you're those today? There. Two, two, there's one today. Yeah, two twelve. Uh, there's three on Saturday. Wow. Yeah, I have a lot. But I mean, it's the same thing. Wow. It's, it's you, legit. <laughs> you, you literally are. You're. It is that 
that sensory deprivation <laughs> chamber. Whatever you yeah, said, yeah, was, yeah. it's perfect. Yeah, because you're just kind of the monotony of the road literally yeah. clears your mind, and you just kind of let it go. Anywhere else, I can't think. I can't come up with anything anywhere right. else. Like, uh, I, mean, I teach preschool music classes, uh, sort of during the morning and the day. So I'm always with kids, always singing, always doing stuff. But I think all of that yeah. is just too much. And then after I'm done with that, yeah. you can't do anything. Yeah. That's crazy. Right. So do you do melodies or, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming melodies first and then lyrics second or. It'll usually be like this disembodied part of a line or like if it's like a, a cool enough phrase or something that like came out of nowhere, then it, I'll like, I'll maybe I'll structure a song around that when it, cause there is a, t- a part where, you know, it does come time to sit down with an acoustic guitar or uh, put it in pro tools, you know, and like kind of listen back where I do have to like kind of start connecting the dots and, you know, these magic songs don't just write themselves, but there are like, you know, maybe a strong enough motif will pop up in my head where I'm like, oh, well, I really need to make a good enough song around that to like to frame that and make that, you know, what it is and what it, you know, how it should be heard. Do you come up with like basically the whole song and then approach the band? after that so do you like you put in the, as a guitar <laughs> or do you actually record it and, and make a demo of it and then go hey guys i got i got the i got the song let's learn it yeah it's it, it's pretty much done by the time they hear it to be honest um like like I'll, I'll you know the midi drums i'll like when i set up the midi tracks for the drums before i send it to my drummer i'll make you know like i i don't do the basic stuff i kind of like do like these like cool fills where like you know i don't know like like he, you know, if he comes up with a better idea, I'll go with it. You know what I no, mean? But yeah, that's but, um, the producer side of you, right? You're like literally going, I hear this great drum fill, and then we all stop, and then we go, right? So you're right, you're already right. kind of, um, you're the painter already, and you're kind of making that canvas. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You, but I mean, this so this band is my job, and like, and for them, they work you know day jobs and stuff like that. And I've kind of like put all my savings and my my you know all in this basket, you know. So I like you know they're they're they have a big part of it, and they they love it, and they're awesome for being a part of it. But you know, on the flip side, they have you know like nine to fives and and like uh, other responsibilities, you know. Whereas I am all milling all the time which i think you should i mean it sounds like it is and the passion's there and like ugh, anyway it's great sorry no. <laughs> i can't gush you enough it's so good awesome <laughs> thank um, you you were nice enough to send us a clip of a new song you've been working on uh yeah. so i want to take a listen to it real quick and then sure. come back and we'll talk but she falls behind a curtain when she falls apart at night and she says So that was Let You In. There was a little 40-second clip uh, that Cody let us. So, like, with with that song, um, mm-hmm. uh, how do you know, like, when you're... Do you have markers or sort of things that you sort of have in mind to know that when you're done with a song, to stop tinkering on it? Because I know with a lot of artists, you know, especially if you're sort of doing it on your own, like, you can just keep going and keep going keep tinkering you can go forever big yeah. time yeah i mean 
it's a subjective thing, you know, I mean, because, like, you know, I, I often like, and, like, you know, the antithesis of it is, like, you know, like a math problem, like, you know when that's done, you know, how, with art, it's like, you know, how do you know? And I think for me, it's like, there's a certain point where it's like, I, I guess it kind of goes back to Feldman, like, basically, they were saying, like, you know, pretty much every four bars or eight bars, there's some new piece of information. And for me, like, I want to keep people's ears you know, stimulated. I don't want them to like get bored and just assume the rest of the song sounds like this. So basically, I'll try to add stuff as soon as you know as much as possible. And you know, when it starts getting cluttered, you know, then I start taking away. And then when there's like that fine balance between like if I add something else, there's too much. If I you know if I take something away, it's there's not enough. Um, and I think that you know obviously again it's subjective, but I like to try to um, keep people guessing in a sense uh, in that regard. So with that song, Let You In, when are we going to hear the full version of that song? <laughs> uh, when will the public hear the full version of that song and, and sort of uh, will it show up on an al- a fuller album or we release it as a single? So we're doing um, – that actually probably won't be the signal, uh, sing, 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 single, single? Single. The signal wow. for the album. <laughs> All right. It's, 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 it's a little bit later over here on the East Coast. Anyway, um, that actually is probably just going to be uh, just one of the tracks. Um, it's, it's one of the ones that's further along in the mix. Um, uh, but the whole album, it's an EP. Uh, it'll be five or six songs. It's probably going to be done and released to the public late March, early April. Um, still no name for it, but I mean, I'm kind of notorious for going on Instagram and just spoiling, you know, we don't have a record label or anything. It's all independent. It's all at <laughs> right. my house. So yeah. I just right. kind of just show everybody what we're up to. And, you know, so in, in a sense, the entire album's been out on every little fragments of Instagram stories, but, uh, eventually, yeah. you know, quarter one this year. Yeah. Oh, so, awesome. so, a que- so this is kind of going back to, I mean, I'm not, I'm kind of rehashing a little bit, kind of no, putting, ahead. It, putting sure. it into a more uh, focused question or answer. Uh, for those, uh, our audience is a mixture of people who love Scott music, people, our friends, huh. man, my grandma. Yeah. No, she does not listen to it. She doesn't know how to do neither, it. Neither does my grandma. She doesn't even know how to use it. She's phone. dead. Oh. <laughs> Woo! Make it awkward. <laughs> oh my god! Great. He'll, he'll never put that stormtrooper hat mask hat on. <laughs> no, I'm saying what you said. This is awful. Okay, so oh, we man, also have people like I... in bands. We have, I mean, we have all sort of all over the place. I mean, even across country that are listening right. to this. So, one of the questions was, uh, how do you write? How do you write music? And how do you write songs? And we're trying to get those interviews and just get a mix of a bag of that kind of stuff. But yeah, I also yeah, yeah. want to focus on the production side of it. And sure. you've been dropping little hints of here and there, but as somebody that wants to create and then produce their own album, so being yeah. the, the producer and sort of recording, do you have any yep. just like top five tips? Like top, Cody's top five tips on producing an album. <laughs> like, but do using a home recording studio because I, I mean, are you yeah. going to a studio and producing it from there, or are you doing it? You're doing oh, it there. Oh, it's literally this room and then this other room. Yeah, which is great. I mean, and that's that's the new thing. And yeah. so, yeah, do you exactly. have any? What are the biggest tips? Because you basically entered into the the freaking best producer ever. What <laughs> What do you have to to kind of spill? to our audience um yeah so um i don't know if i can do a top five because that, that's just like for like quick draw like i don't know if, if that but i will say so okay, for example thing, i i i really want to man i got this band you're gonna love them right they do disney covers but we need to make an album of that but i have no idea where to start where do i start okay 
So a big thing for people is they, they get intimidated when they you know want to start recording. They feel like they have to buy all the best stuff. And um, something that I've noticed um, is that when you start with the best stuff, you really don't grow properly. Um, you know, like I've seen people just, you know, drop, you know, like, for example, I went to uh, basically recording college. I went to a music industry school uh, in Albany and, uh, you know, they have like a, a million dollar studio there or even more so. But, um, you know, like for some reason, some of the recordings didn't always turn out the best. And, and I think the big thing is that you really need to start with like a small you know, Mbox or a Tascam, and and like as you grow, you know, the equipment will come if you're still, you know, if you're passionate enough. Like things will happen. You'll start getting, you know, more stuff. But the big thing is, is start small, learn small, and then like if you can make that sound great, then you know, as you start getting this more expensive and more, you know, world class equipment your you know your skill will match it but if you you know think like okay i just got like a small loan of a oh, sorry small loan of a million dollars and i am going to buy a studio but i've never done anything i don't think that you will grow properly as a engineer so that's kind of my big thing with that um I mean, I could tell you like compressor settings. I don't like what else no, no, would no, you? No, like no, we don't need to do that. But but so let's say I I got my drum set and I'm like I don't want to record the drums. Okay. What's the best way yeah. to do it on a budget? Like I, you said, start yeah. you know don't overbuy yeah. just because you're you want to grow. I want right, to make a right. nice demo. What should I do? I don't have a space that's soundproof. Okay. Yep. Um. So what you should do is you should. For an example like that, I, I'll even get like technical with you if you'd like. What you should do is you should get like four microphones and like a four-channel, you know, mixer, Tascam, whatever, whatever you can get for like a hundred bucks, you know, as an interface with four channels. Um, get like three SM57s, and I think even Sure makes like a kit where it's like three SM57s and like a Beta 52 or something like that, or not a Beta, but anyway, a kick drum mic, um, you know, and like basically. You know, if your room's not soundproof, that's fine. You know, experiment with hanging sheets, you know, or get some cheap, like, you know, find out if somebody's throwing away acoustic foam on, on Craigslist. I, I, maybe they aren't, but it's possible that they are. Um, and just experiment <laughs> like crazy. You know what I mean? Like, not like not like the real nice acoustic foam, but like, you know, like, you know, like a step up from the egg crates. I don't know. But, um, you know, and just start experimenting like crazy. You know what I mean? Like, like at that point, it's like you have the tools to, to make something better than, you know, like you don't need to start buying more until you have like maxed out that sound. So um, a big thing too is that you know it's it's the source you're recording. So like if you're recording a good drummer with like a, a starter a starter kit and they're and they're good and your recording system's good, like it's gonna sound good, but maybe not great. But it'll sound great in a, in for for the person that's starting. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, but that, but that's great because a lot of bands just have no idea where to even begin, and so they end up. Right. I think <clears throat> investing in in some recording equipment will better their band just purely because they can put down some great demos. Yeah, totally, uh, maybe totally. maybe yeah, that's not yeah, the professional yeah, recording, but it's a demo that they could use and at least right. start oh, yeah, it out sure. there on SoundCloud yeah. and stuff. Um, I mean, I write pretty much exclusively in Pro Tools at this point. Like once I have ideas, I just go right to the recording and I don't I, I sometimes I do like the acoustic guitar thing, but sometimes I'll just go right to like putting it all down so I can map it out and like I think the course is going to go here and you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The, the uh, two more questions then. Uh, one, vocals. Like, if you want to get nice, crisp vocals, yeah. uh, what could you do uh, on the cheap or at least? I mean, uh, so again, in soundproofing, I mean, we'll just use the same examples yeah. the foam and the, the blankets and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, yeah. But what else could you do? So basically, again, it comes down to experimentation with, with that stuff, um, you know, with the, with the sound panels and stuff. I mean, you can make a room totally dead with just like sheets and stuff like that. But, um, uh, when it comes to vocals, I would say, 
I, I mean, like MXL makes like cheap condensers. I mean, you could get like a, a condenser microphone for around a hundred bucks, maybe cheaper if it's used. Um, and again, it, it might not be like, you know, telefunken quality. It might not be like a crazy great tube mic, but it'll have a little bit more clarity than a dynamic it's mic. Sounded like, like you such said as a tube in my butt. <laughs> tube Sorry. microphone. No, Sorry. I know, I know, but it was great. <laughs> yeah. Did you hear no, the tube in my butt? I did hear okay, tube good. in my butt. I just want to put that out there. I, I, I might have said that, but what I meant is tube microphone. <laughs> no, tube microphone. That's great. So then the last thing um, is just a sort of recording equipment. I'm not equipment, uh, a software, because you're using yeah. Pro Tools, which is expensive, yes. but it, in right, yes. it, that's why, because it's the professional great and all that stuff. Right, right. Uh, the it, lowest is GarageBand. Would that be? Um, because it's free. It is the freest yeah <laughs> what would be the um, best I, I don't get more free than free i don't know i don't know <laughs> i don't really think of it as high and low because um you know you'll hear stories of like i think somebody told me once that like a, a john bon jovi record was done on garage band and basically like you could run a thousand dollar equipment into garage band it's just kind of like free you know like so i mean i guess it has like the connotation that it's worthless because it's free but i mean really as long as you're creating you know like i think anything you know like pro tools is is hard to get into yeah. You know, it, it's it's just it's not a day one like you're going to spend the first two days learning how to even record a track before. Whereas GarageBand, you know, you can basically dra- drag and drop loops in, and you'll be going, you'll have a song ready by day one. So, yeah. um, but you know, I, I think all softwares are valid in their own right. It's just kind of what you're comfortable with. Um, I've heard different things, but um, you know, if you're if you're really interested in Pro Tools, like or or at least. Um, staying as like a, a producer, especially for like rock music, um, I think Pro Tools is the way to go. At the end of the day, um, but it's you know it'll, you can make a record in pretty much any of those softwares. To be honest, yeah. And if you but and if you want to go a little more professional, you're going to go to school for that. <laughs> I mean, yeah. like you did, right? Yeah, yeah. A, you, and they do push it. They yeah. push it big time at school. So um, you know, the, the, I, Pro Tools. I mean, that, it, it is like the the standard, and I I I use it and I love it. Um, there's things that I wish were different about it, but um, you know, again don't think that just because you record with GarageBand, uh, I, I, this is to the listeners, of course. Yeah. Um, Whoa, jeez. <laughs> just because you, you use GarageBand doesn't mean you can't and we do. You hear, you hear, you see, you see. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually, uh, when you were sort of giving the advice about sort of like, just because you may not start with the most expensive and best equipment doesn't right. necessarily mean you can't put out a good product especially when because we've talked about on this podcast like good songwriting should and most often does sort of transcend maybe not the best recording and i actually as soon as you started talking about that i sort of equated that to doing this podcast because i used to have a different podcast and i actually started recording with that podcast just on the the ipad like no plug-in mic nothing and and like, cause I, when I started, I started looking into getting all this equipment and all this stuff. Yeah. And I was, you know what? And I tested some stuff out cause some friends had stuff. And then I just sort of did it. And then I tested it with just the iPad mic. And I'm like, well, yeah. I'm only recording with two people talking. It is 100% efficient. And yeah, w- totally. while there is some things I'd like to be able to do, with equipment that would allow that I couldn't do, but mm-hmm. this is sufficient enough to start. So I'm not going to like yeah. dump a bunch of money into a thing that maybe this won't work out, <laughs> you know, sort right, of thing. Right, right, right. No, fair enough. <laughs> so it's like, I, I think, 
I can see how uh, bands or any artist, you know, if you just work at the craft, the the sort of mm. writing the song side of it, yeah. I think yeah. you can you can work past and beyond maybe recording equipment not being yeah one hundred no, totally. the best um, on the market. You, you just you just you, you have to have the um like the want to because like you know like I can say like oh you can make a great record you know with this stuff but that doesn't mean you're gonna like you have to. Re- you know, like the, I'm just saying, you have to go above and beyond, but it's possible. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. sure. Um, you can't make like a like a killer record if you just put some mics up to stuff and like call it a day. Like, you gotta like you obviously be doing the research and like the, know what plugins to use. And right, but I mean, it's possible. You just gotta have the passion and the want to. Sure. And, um, do you sort of? Because I see on Instagram that you sort of uh, joke a lot about your music being very emo driven, very sort of emotionally sort of mixing sort of ska and more, uh, emo sort of pop punk sound. And you joke about it a lot. Do you put a lot of thought into how your music will be categorized? You know, is it ska? Is it ska punk? Is it, is it, does it not even fall into those categories at all? Right. Like, do you, right. So I mean, I, so this is like a, something I could talk about for probably another, you know, hour. Um, you know, like when it comes to ska, um, there's obviously purists. There's people that uh, the the ongoing joke is that like, um, you know, the ska people will say, oh, that's pop punk music, and the pop punk people will say, well, I don't really like ska because they have horns and like oh, basically we have no home now. You know what I mean? But uh, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> luckily, people, uh, you know, that that has kind of been transcended, and and people. Um, or kind of just taking it for what it is. Like I, I, it, it was a gamble, and we've I've had bands in the past that tried to do this and like basically didn't have a home amongst the the listeners. But you know the Scott people have for the most part, you know nobody said that anything too mean, and they right. and they've kind of accepted it for and and the and the pop punk kids are are coming around to it and. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't know, because I love ska music, and I, I listen to it all through, you know, like, growing up, and I, that's that's my thing, but I also, you know, I'm a huge fan of, of like, pop punk and, and, and moving forward in that genre, too, so it's, it's somebody, tough, and, and it's like... It, oh, sorry, no, no, you were, I don't <clears throat> follow you on Instagram, but I'm going to, yay! Uh, so you're talking to me like, oh, he's joking about this, but literally, I go, this guy, it sounds like it's Dashboard mixed with... Uh, simple plan, <laughs> you know. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's a ska band. Yeah. And I go, this is great. <laughs> this is I would say, like <laughs> the dashboard influence is sort of like how the vocals sound. Yeah, and yeah. sort of like are sung, not but necessarily the overall music. No, but. it's not the overall music, but it's the it's the, definitely the feeling of a message. You know, I mean, right. that's what yeah. it is. It's yeah, not yeah. you were you're you. You're saying the lyrics because you mean them versus a yes, ska yes. band where it's like, oh, hey, we're happy. We're singing these lyrics. But if you listen to them, they're not very happy, <laughs> you know, kind of thing. Right, uh, right. And then mixing with the just the melodies and just how the drive of that pop punk um, yeah. is just killer. And then with the horns on top, they're so crisp. Like they're they're they just lay right in there. Oh, it's yeah. so good. Sorry. I, and I Thank do you. think it's sort of the benefit now of since music in general is becoming sort of genreless for mm-hmm. the most part, you know, you've 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 got rock music that sounds like pop music, right. and right. Um, and I so I think there's a generation now that's existing that isn't so purist the way it was back in yeah, yeah. at least for me like back in the '90s when it's like 
there better be some upstrokes in this ska song or there's going to be right. hell to pay. Oh, you were that right. guy. Yeah. <laughs> no, I wasn't that guy. No, you were that guy. I was not that guy. Well, I, I mean, I listen to last week. I was five week's... years old myself. <laughs> and <laughs> and <it's>... Me too. <laughs> and so like. You're too young. But so I think that's sort of a, a, a good thing that is sort of. I mean, yeah. so, I mean, there are songs out there and I'm like. There, I can't tell you honestly how many times someone has said, "Listen to this awesome rock song," and then I'm right. like, "This," is, and then they play me Billie Eilish, and I go, "As <laughs> lovely as she is, she's not. Right. That's not a that's not a rock song." <laughs> Did you see sure. her face sure. on the Oscars? Oh, you didn't watch the Oscars? No, but I saw it. I saw later. I saw a lot. I didn't of, watch either. I saw a lot of Kristen, social media. Uh, Kristen Wiig and Maya Rudolph started singing a song. It was just a. a, a a, me- a, a mashup melody, yeah. Of I don't even know, but but it all had to do with costuming, right? It goes to Billie Eilish because I think, oh, they're singing. Let's put Billie Eilish on because she was right, singing music, yeah, because of music, and she's the yeah. really the only musician right. there, music. right? Uh, yeah. And her face was this. She's just like, what is this? Like, and they why? Quickly got that camera off. Of like, her. nope. It was two seconds and it was gone. She was, yeah. she was I did, not. I did see that. It was funny. It so was really I'm not funny. trying to necessarily dig on Billie Eilish. Oh no, I sorry. I was just, but it's that tangent. thing. It's this thing. Like you know, someone says this is a really rocking song, and then they play you something. And you're like. I mean, yeah, it has a guitar, but yeah. is that only what defi- I mean, country right. has a guitar, and that's not, that's right. not, I mean, it's, it's a version of rock, but. Uh, right, right, right. <laughs> but it's like, so yeah. Um, so is it true? I mean, you kind of already hinted at this, no, but we, we already, we did. I mean, we already did all that. Yeah, but I kind of want, I want to know a story. Sorry, I had a question that you, we kind of talked at the beginning, but okay. I kind of want to know a story so, more. In okay. This is a lead-in. Yeah. This is Matt's <laughs> classic lead-in. Yep. Here we go. Uh, yeah. Is it true, that, and you already said it was, that you wrote and recorded <laughs> and made uh, a music video uh, for Millington before the band even played an actual live show? Oh, I feel like I didn't answer that already. But yeah, I um, guess you're right. Uh, Only the first part of the question. You did. Start, right. You wrote and recorded a record before and, you and put it all out before there was actual <laughs> band members. Yeah. But what's the story? Yeah. That you want? So, so like, had when you put out the first, what was the first music video you put out? Was it um, J45? J45. And yep. had you guys at that time had never played a live show? We didn't play a show, so we, we, we basically put our album out late September of 2018. Uh, that music video came around November, I want to say, of 29, or 2018, and then we played our first show, and are you ready for this? I yes. want to say it was August of 2019. Wow! wow. So, yeah. that, so that's a good, what, six months? Math is hard, hard. kids. <laughs> math, math is hard. I want to say it's more than six. It was like it was like like a, like three quarters of a year after. Right, right. And, and honestly, we've still only played like five or six shows. Yeah. Like like recording is super important for me, and I'm like I don't leave the house often. Yeah. <laughs> so so but I mean, do you want to be playing more live? Yes. So uh, I can tell you that there's a bunch of people out here who would love for you to be out here, and I I know it would probably take a lot for you to be out here. But no, we, we, I I personally would love to. Again, it, it does a little bit of it comes back to the the band has like nine to fives, and and that's cool, and and we're all you know great friends and whatnot. But you know, at the end of the day, 
I do, you know, whatever it takes for me to be playing, like I'm going to Japan later this year and I'm going to try to do some acoustic shows there, you know, just kind of like wherever I go, I kind of want to make it a part of me. So, um, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, eventually, um, we're going to, we're going to need to just kind of kick it up in the live, the live music field a little bit, but, um, that probably will happen after this record. So, yeah. so what's it been like playing these songs live? Does it feel more, I don't know, real? Does it invigorate you to keep okay. going? Yeah, I mean, because a lot of the times, like, you know, like, obviously there's been some good response to some of our stuff, but, like, I don't see a lot of those people, you know, until, and then we play live, and then people are singing it, and it's just like, you know, whether it's a, a room full of kids or it's a smaller, you know, you know, a smaller crowd that came, you know, just, like, kind of closing my eyes and hearing those words, you know, saying back, like, and, like, with meaning, like, kind of reinvents the song in a sense, like, like, oh, like, I'm kind of hearing it the way that these people interpret it and that's like super magical for me so like i want you know i want to do that more often i i think that's going to be like a big part of the next chapter of this band is there there's a group and i'm now i'm going to be talking in like such generalities because i don't know the name of this group but it's a group that's in southern california and they do once a month they do these shows remember they talked about this on the on the radio because you listen to the same radio station i listen to but so they they do these party shows but they don't have an album out yet and so they've been doing these songs and it literally packs the house they are Uh, they're packing the house no album really no merch and they just do these literally underground parties and they call them parties once a month and the buzz on them is outrageous and so it's almost it's kind of like that right but kind of flipped right you're just putting that music out there people are loving it and then when it's when the time's right you're just it's gonna time's right the time is right i'm I'm gonna conquer i'm gonna try to i don't know i'd I'd love to but uh we'll see how it goes (laughs) i think it's gonna be great i know i'm excited to see it so yeah i do i don't remember the name of the band you know what i'm talking about right it took me a second but i finally clued in on what band you know i don't know (laughs) it's not a ska band at all it's kind of this this rap but Somewhere in Southern California. Yeah, and I'm going to go to it. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I'm a but, uh, Trust me, the buzz is big. I don't know, is, but I don't know. But hey, the buzz is huge. If I'm in the, I'm in the, valley, like the canyon. If I, I'm a canyon man. If I hear the buzz, the buzz is, this, this is real. Um, do you have, do you, you guys have any upcoming shows? Um, let me see. We, we, play at a brewery around here quite often um just because you know like our you know our music and their uh their establishment work really well together so we're doing a show there at frog alley on march 21st okay um but i'm trying to think where else are we playing i guess i don't know i've been like focusing i've literally like locked the, like locked myself in it's not even possible but i figured out a way to lock myself into my studio <laughs> and just like finish this record you know what i mean so like it's it's honestly been like the like not the furthest thing from my mind but like you know in my head i just really want this thing to be super magical and then like switch to like you know phase two you know yeah um so like i mentioned uh tara and i are pretty close friends and so like yeah. she <laughs> she wants to know uh, she wants to know everything about your your German Shepherd dog that we've seen sort of hanging around in the background. Yeah. Uh, Heidi. So, oh, oh yes, yeah. Heidi. She wants to know how old is Heidi? Heidi is eight, but like eight and a half maybe. Oh yeah. She's 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 an elderly dog. Yeah, she's <laughs> she, she's she's taking a nap right now. So so uh, <laughs> I don't know if it's a nap or just bedtime. <laughs> just like right. uh, well, no, yeah, big t- uh, yeah, right. 
he's he's talking to the computer again. Better go lay down. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I like I, I sent. She was I, whining through most of this. I thought maybe you could hear it, but no. Oddly enough, well, that's oh. the sort of the good thing about like directional mics. Like yes, unless your yeah, dog was like right yeah. up in front of it, up in um, that thing. So before we before we conclude, uh, you yes. did promise, and I think we're going to hold you to that. Uh, that you might put on the stormtrooper helmet. Yeah, I'll do that for you. Yeah, you will. But only because it's been such a magical time. Yeah, magical. Will. So he's walking across the room. Yes. Um, he's going to do it. We're gonna. I'm going to get this on video so you guys can see. There it is. Uh, Stormtrooper. Yes. This visual thing <laughs> makes great podcasting. <laughs> right, right. Yes, and it is a little bit harder to hear you, but that is awesome. <laughs> and I'm sure I... <laughs> No, it's fine. It doesn't, it's it totally doesn't fine. Work. It's okay. I'm just hoping your head is not stuck in there. Yeah, we only hear you right when you're like talking directly to the mic. Do I, do I look cool? Oh, you yes, look way yes, cool. you look way cool. <laughs> <laughs> you look way cool. That's awesome. Yeah, I don't know. Well, Cody, we we um, we definitely appreciate your time, and uh, we thank yeah, you for yeah, coming on. So, ladies and gentlemen, Cody Okonski from the band Millington. Yay! Thank, thank you. you so much for having me on. All right, uh, last bit. Make sure that you tell everybody how to find you. Um, you can find us on the internet if you type in Millington Band, Millington Ska Band. Uh, <laughs> we're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. Uh, Milling tweets. Bam, uh, bam, we're on Instagram. Bam. Millington the Band. Bam. We're on Spotify as our own self, Millington. That's us. Um, and we play ska music, but it's also pop punk and it's kind of emo. <laughs> and it's all super serious. It's all very <laughs> serious. It's all super serious. <laughs> it's the most serious thing you'll ever hear. All right. Well, thank you very much, Cody. And have a great night. I was young and stupid and shallow by my homesick heart. I felt like you were teaching me, but I didn't need a scholar. I needed Yeah.
was Millington with University. And that was a really good interview. That was a great interview. I think, Matt, I thought you did a great job. I thought you did a great job. You know what? We did a great job together. together. (laughs) Yeah. Ooh. That was like perfect. Like we planned it. Oh, man. I don't know why we did not plan any of that stuff. No, we did. It it was, I thought it was top notch on the upbeat interview. Yeah. Congratulations. Good job. <laughs> so it's now time for our picks of the week. Yeah. <laughs> picks of the week. Are we like Hot Jams '97 or something? <laughs> I was uh, saying that I was like trying to find a, a nice little break that leads us into pick of the week, and then I played this and I said nope, and Matt's all nope, <laughs> nope. and then I, I, I did it anyway. It doesn't I matter. I literally accidentally uh, pushed the button. I think I was looking for this. Pick it up! Pick it up! Pick it up! That booty! I mean, this pod ninety percent of this podcast just is to entertain ourselves, and I <sighs> and I think that's the best. Yeah, it is the best. So, uh, Matt, you're up first with your pick of the week. So, my pick of the week is actually from a band I, you know, have had in the back of my head, and I keep wanting to like. Okay, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do it this week, and then I would sort of like forget, forget and yeah. I would pick something else. And that's, that's kind of how it is with me too. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be a great song, and then I forget. Yeah, and then I completely uh, forget. should write it down. Uh, and basically, what sort of kept it in my mind this week was this song came on when I played in the car, and my wife goes, "Oh." This is a good song. I've never heard this song before. You've never played it in the car. And I'm like... And Megan <laughs> never likes songs. <laughs> so she's like, this is a good song. It must be great. <laughs> well, I tend to play like the same do, song. Yeah, doo-wop. Yeah. Doo-wop groups. <laughs> Who doesn't... Down on the boardwalk. <laughs> Out on the sun. All right. So this uh, the band is called Mason's Party. And the song is called Breakdown. And they are from... Tokyo, Japan. I mean, what you do is 
song. Yes, I love it. It's very the first time I heard this song and, and the EP that it's off of. I just it's so infectious and so just energetic and just right there, right in your face. It reminds me of like on it. I sound wise, it doesn't remind me of like early Real Big Fish, but it reminds me of it gave me that feeling of the first time I really heard Real Big Fish. And yeah, just like, which is it's like a it is infectious. It's like a party. It's yeah, fun. It's yeah. like a party, instant party. Turn it on it. and go. And it's Mason's party. Yeah, it's I Mason's it. party. It is definitely that's the name of the song. Uh, so my pick of the week is from the Pie Tasters. Mm, pie. No, no, not and like I, that. And I, mean, I don't like pie so you don't weird. like pie uh, i like cake yeah you don't yeah you're a cake person i like <laughs> uh i'm gluten-free so i'm very limited choices <laughs> and you I'm can't, doing even, this, can't I'm, even have pie i'm doing this new thing too <laughs> not only am i gluten-free but i am now officially vegan wow i know i know we'll see how that goes i for the past two weeks i've been like he's I'm, lying he's eating a hamburger right now as we speak <laughs> uh it's an impossible burger on gluten-free bun uh, with vegan oh. juice oh okay. uh i've been off and on for the past couple weeks to try to get back into it and uh i am officially as of today <laughs> no yesterday maybe the day before uh i don't keep track but anyway uh so mine is the pie tasters they're a band from washington dc and they were created in 1990 Wow. And they are still going strong. They are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine members. But the most important thing of that is they've had a million members and they keep on going. I love it. I think Pie Taster is one of my favorite bands um, back when we were early days of Suburban Legends. And it was just fun yeah. to. I think we've played with them a couple times. Uh, don't count that, right? I mean, maybe. So this song <laughs> is called Out All Night. Yes! I don't need to tell the truth But I never lie I don't need to bow to you You're just passing by I never wanted to be the one you bitch and moan but as long as you look good, I come back to you. Get inside my troubled mind. I like the gritty vocals that he yeah. has. Uh, yes. And the super melodic horn lines. Super yeah. fun. Yeah. Pie tasters. Anyway. And I like that line, uh, I don't have to tell the truth, but I never tell a lie. <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> Well, well, I mean, what? then why not? <laughs> you don't have to. Well, why would you? <laughs> how easy is it just to tell the truth? Then? <laughs> That's Doesn't fun. feel like it's a challenge. Huh. <laughs> what a great episode this was. Now, you can check out all of our socials. Uh, we got Instagram. We got Facebook. Uh, and most importantly, we have all the music that you've heard today on our Spotify playlist. Yep. Make sure you follow us and like us on all those places. Uh, you can um, all those things pretty much just look up. Um, at on the upbeat ska and you'll find us and uh, and make sure you follow us and share us with your friends and thanks for listening bye ooh yes pick it up pick it up pick it up